You're listening to the Fantasy Football Astronauts. Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Football Astronauts. I'm your host today, Guy Fieri. You can catch me on Twitter at FF underscore Flavortown. How is it going, everyone? Week 11, we got some fun games. This Thursday night game is about to be scintillating. Um, there's a handful of games in here that I, I really like for uh, DFS this week. So um, before we get into the show, I want to thank our sponsor, Fade the Noise. Uh, Fade the Noise is your new one-stop shop for all things fantasy sports. They, they provide in-depth entertainment and analysis from industry-leading experts such as Brad Evans and Jeff Ratcliffe while developing unique user-friendly tools to help optimize your success on all fantasy platforms. Um, it's truly a great resource. Um, I, 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 our team at the astronauts loves the optimizer, loves the tools that we get. And if you go to their analysis, you go to, um, different things that they have. We, they have our videos, uh, our YouTube videos on their site. We, we're partnering with them in that way. Um, so every time you go to FTN, you can also get our, um, our, astronaut videos our weekly breakdowns um and and extra scouting content so um a ton of fun stuff over there they have really great tools really great access to um a bunch of industry leading experts just like they said um and if you sign up and you go today and you use our code astro10 that's astro10 you can get 10% off your purchase it's well worth it absolutely worth it even at this point in the season you can still go ahead and win some money in uh in the NFL and then as we progress into the off season there are other sports they have um different DFS tools for every single sport so Go over there, check them out. That's ftndaily.com or ftnfantasy.com. Fadethenoise.com. Thank you for sponsoring us. And let's get into the show. Um, so this week we have uh, we have some fun games. The, the game tonight, the Cardinals versus the Seahawks, the over-under set at 57 is going to be a shootout. Very excited to watch these two teams play. Very excited to see the Kyler Murray versus Russell Wilson. Um, but there are a handful of other games here that I really like this week. Um, and games that I like for, for certain reasons. Um, the first one that jumps off the page at me is the Atlanta Falcons versus the New Orleans Saints. Over-under set at 50.5. Now, you know that the Falcons are a high-scoring offense and a terrible defense, right? So now you're looking at, all right, we have, we have a, a high-powered Saints offense. Now with Jameis Winston at the helm. This is going to be really interesting because Jameis has been known to score a ton of points, and uh, we'll see how, kind of how he operates in Sean Payton's offense, but this is a game that I really like. Um, if you can put uh, put Jameis Winston in a DFS stack, maybe if you're kind of uh, the underdog in a fantasy game this week, go ahead, pick him up. He's probably still a free agent. There probably aren't a ton of people that are super high on Jameis Winston, and take a risk and start him this week. The the He's going to have to score a lot of points to keep up with the Atlanta Falcons, um, even if it's just dumping it off to Alvin Kamara. He's probably had a week now to, to be the starter uh, and get those starting reps. Um, that being said, I don't love Michael Thomas um, this week. I, I'm not sure about him. I think Jameis is a little bit more likely to take some deep shots, and Michael Thomas is not necessarily your deep shot wide receiver. So fading Michael Thomas a little bit, 
Love Alvin Kamara. Love uh, your different options on there. Emmanuel Sanders probably going to have a big week. Um, so he's a guy that I would definitely be interested in DFS and starting this week. You haven't had a ton of weeks where you felt supremely confident in starting Emmanuel Sanders, but the Jameis Winston Emmanuel Sanders stack this week is really, really appealing. Um, same thing, Atlanta Falcons, they're going to have to score a lot of points as well because their defense is so bad. <clears throat> so Matt Ryan, as usual, great start. Calvin Ridley, we're really hoping, uh, will be back this week. I believe he will, um, but you never know. And so you're all, you always have Julio, right? The same, the same starters. The, the big question now is Olamide Zacchaeus or Russell Gage. And that one's kind of a toss up. And what typically I lean Russell Gage, but the past couple times that I've done that, Olamide Zacchaeus has stepped up and gotten, had significantly more production. So this week um, against the New Orleans Saints for DFS and if you're looking for a, a deeper uh, deeper flex option in Dynasty Leagues in, in double or triple flex or you, you know how those those leagues works with, with we have um, a couple of bye weeks this week and lots of injuries. So Olamide Zacchaeus is the guy that I'm leaning to over Russell Gage. Um if Calvin Ridley is out. Now, if Calvin Ridley's in, I'm probably off of both of those guys. Um, I'm probably leaning much more Calvin Ridley um, and Julio Jones. But if Calvin Ridley is out, then I'm going Olamide Zacchaeus this week. Um, he's he's consistently stepped up to this plate the plate this year when he's been called upon. So, uh, so he's my pick out of those guys. Um, awesome. Now we have the, uh, where are we at? The Green Bay Packers and the Indianapolis Colts. Now, Alan Lazard has been activated. So he's a sneaky play this week. I, I would not trust him in my uh, seasonal leagues yet. Uh, you don't know where he's going to be at, but he's been activated. Uh, he could definitely play this week. And he was <clears throat> by far Aaron Rodgers' uh, number two wide receiver, number two target um, for while when he was healthy, it was it was a significant share of the snaps, significant share of the targets, and Marquez Valdez Scantling was kind of taking a back seat. So, if I'm a little bit lower on MVS this week, uh, I think he'll probably have his one or two deep shots. So if you need a cheap guy uh, in DFS with huge boom upside, MVS is is probably your guy. But he takes away. Um, Alan Lazard takes away MVS's weekly or uh, seasonal appeal, right? I'm not I'm not necessarily comfortable starting MVS anymore with Alan Lazard back in the uh, the lineup. I think it'll probably spread around a little bit more, if not leaning Alan Lazard. He's a he's a significantly more uh, reliable wide receiver, and so uh, so that's a game that I like though. Um, hopefully, you're getting some Michael Pittman, and the the running back to own here definitely is uh, Aaron Jones. And Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines has shown, and you can go ahead and uh, Jay Moyer put out a thread on Naheem Hines this week. It's phenomenal. You get to see his progression as a player. You get to see his burst, his athleticism. You already know he's a freak athlete, but now he's getting the goal line carries. And and Jay highlights um, just how he has progressed as a player and, and what type of player he really is. So you can get a little more insight there. But Naheem Hines is absolutely a play this week. Love him in DFS. He should get um, some goal line carries. And I was looking at the prices of Jonathan Taylor and Jordan Wilkins, and I just could not pony up and pay for those guys, knowing that Naheem Hines is likely, quote-unquote, the lead back as they're splitting carries. So uh, Naheem Hines is the the guy that I want there um, as far as the Colts go. 
they don't really have a ton of uh, of other options. They're going to spread it around a little bit. Um, the Green Bay Packers defense has has had a pretty good pass rush, so I, I expect the Colts to um, expect the Colts to run the ball a little bit more. And with Philip Rivers not being super mobile, with with him having some uh, some errors throwing the ball recently, I expect a lot more on the ground, a lot more short passes, and thus Naheem Hines is likely your guy. Um, Zach Pascal and Michael Michael Pittman, both good options there. You can see Michael Pittman, Pittman is is progressing significantly. Um, however, Pittman does a lot better against zone coverages than he does man. He hasn't really gotten to the point where he can beat good NFL corners in man to man coverage. And Green Bay is a lot of plays a lot of man to man coverage. So um, so I probably go a little bit more Zach Pascal. Although both of them are intriguing options. T Y Hilton. Um, it's probably just a little bit too expensive, you know, for for DFS. If you drafted him, you he's probably the number one option. But I'm not playing him in leagues where I need that upside, uh, that upside play. So T. Y. Hilton's always always going to be the number one option there. But Zach Pascal and uh, Michael Pittman are are two cheaper options that I think can get you the similar upside. But again. Naheem Hines is the play. Naheem Hines is um, is the back moving forward, and I'm uh, I'm really sad about Jonathan Taylor, and I think we all are. Uh, I think we I think we all expected a lot more. As soon as Marlon Mack went down, you saw you saw okay, this is Jonathan Taylor's time to shine, and instead you have Naheem Hines getting I don't know what what is it he had uh, eighteen. 18 uh, option, uh, opportunities to, to touch the ball. He had 12 rushes for 70 yards and a touchdown, six receptions for 45 yards and a touchdown. And uh, his snap share was... Um his snap share was up at 56% on offense. When you're looking at a timeshare running back, like you want you want a running back that's getting 50% or more of the snaps, and he absolutely performed. He's hit that number twice, um, and he's he's consistently been a, a good option, very very efficient. And so I think the team's going to going to use him a lot more, especially um, especially against a, a stout Green Bay pass rush. They'll they'll use him as a checkdown option. Um, so, so Naheem Hines at 56% snap share last week was phenomenal and love to see the volume, love to see the efficiency and, uh, and hopefully you get some more touchdown upside there. So, uh, so that's what we have for the Colts game. Obviously you're, 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 obvi- you're always starting, um, Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams and, and Aaron Jones. Those are, those aren't question marks there. Um, the other game that's interesting to me is the Miami Dolphins against the Denver Broncos. And the reason I like this is because Denver is incredibly beat up right now. Their defense is decimated. They I mean not not a great option there on defense. And Drew Locke might not play. We're unsure at this point. Uh, I don't believe he has any broken ribs as far as the last report I saw. Uh, so you're unsure if Drew Locke's going to play and if he does play, he's going to be at less than 100%. He's going to be feeling those those ribs. And he has not been great. Drew Vember has been a smashing failure. You have not enjoyed your Drew Vember or, or your Locktober. Um, maybe Drew Sember will be better. Uh, hopefully, that's that's kind of the the your prayer, your pipe dream there. But uh, honestly, the Dolphins' defense might be the best play of the week this week at thirty four hundred dollars on DraftKings. You should definitely try and have them uh, starting for you in your seasonal leagues. And I mean, that's, that's going to be the play of the week here. 
I like Tua. He's been progressing well uh, throughout this season. And Salvan Ahmed came out, rushed for four yards of carry, got a, a heavy uh, dose of volume there. And so I, I like the Salvan Ahmed. He had 21 attempts last week uh, against the Chargers for 85 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, you, you have a guy that they trust with some volume there. He's averaging four yards a carry or 4.4 yards a carry on the season. Granted, that's a small sample size, but you see that he's he's pretty solid. And at uh, 5'11", 196, not a huge guy. So the fact that they're giving him that volume means that that they trust him as a running back. Uh, they, they obviously, Matt Breida has not been uh, very healthy. Um didn't even play last week against the Chargers, so you can't really trust Matt Breida. He's also been extremely underwhelming. Uh, Matt Breida, same size uh, as Salvan Ahmed, has been significantly less efficient, right? 3.5 yards per carry on the season uh, against uh, versus 4.4. So you're looking at a guy in Matt Breida that they're losing faith in, and Salvan Ahmed, who is trending upward. Uh, Ahmed, not your explosive athlete, but good vision and good decision making and so you have a guy that they trust back there uh he's going to be a great dfs option this week still relatively inexpensive and then you also have mike gasecki and Devonte parker and the guy that's that's interesting for the wide receivers is jakeem grant extremely explosive athlete any given play could go for a touchdown with him right they they want to get him the ball in different spots on the field and so uh jakeem grant is a guy that especially against this broncos defense um i think he's i think he's a guy that you can maybe say all right i want a high upside low price wide receiver and who, who can i who can i get and Jakeem Grant could be that guy. He's not had the volume, but he has had some efficiency there. And so uh, I believe he's he's still only seeing around five targets a game, but that's still an uptick from when uh, from when Fitz Fitzpatrick Fitzmagic was the quarterback. He's he's averaging ten yards of reception, but he has a touchdown last week, and it does seem like uh, it does seem like Tua is trusting him a little bit more than Fitzpatrick did. So uh, so I do like. Jakeem Grant this week, a cheap upside play because of his athleticism and because this uh, Broncos defense is so bad. So moral of the story is go start the Miami Dolphins defense. Have them in every single DFS lineup that you can possibly have this week. Um, and then there, there are a handful of other games here. Dalvin Cook against the Cowboys defense should be a, a slam dunk. He's the third most expensive running back still, so only at $9,000. And so I'm finding ways to get him in every single lineup. And uh, Justin Jefferson still relatively inexpensive, inexpensive against, uh, again, bad uh, bad defense in the Cowboys. And you're not looking, I mean, I don't, I don't even know who... Uh, if if Diggs is still uh, is still starting a corner for him, he, he got banged up a little bit, so I'm not sure if he's there. So they're they're banged up defense. They're not a good offense. So uh, for their prices, I like Justin Jefferson. I like Dalvin Cook. Still at at only nine thousand dollars, and he he's liable to have a 200 yard rush game and six touchdowns any given week. So. I'm finding ways to get Dalvin, and I'm finding ways to get Justin Jefferson in my lineups. Uh, for the Chargers and the Jets, that one should be a, a blowout for the Chargers. The Jets are, are do not look good. Um, so 
when I'm when I'm looking for my free square running back, it's either Salvan Ahmed or I like Troy Main Pope. Troy Main Pope is a guy um, that I actually helped train for his pro day, so I, I've uh, worked with him before, and he's a really good athlete. And when he stepped in, he had a pretty good efficiency. He had a a solid week, and he's only $4,000 on DraftKings. So he's very cheap, and it's him versus Josh Kelly this week, and who do I want? Um, And I'm leaning towards... Troy Main Pope got the volume, had the had the efficiency, and especially you'll, you'll have to keep your eye on uh, Justin Jefferson and Austin Eckler. I think they, they still could activate Austin Eckler this week, um, so you'll have to you'll have to make that call there. But Troy Main Pope is a guy that I'm I'm definitely interested um, as my free square running back. Um, and then you know you have your uh, the the one last game that really is intriguing for me, and I think I would definitely take the over here is the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And you look at teams against Jacksonville, and they've had success throwing the ball. And Big Ben is a guy that will throw the ball like crazy. So for this lineup this week, and this is this will be a good segue. I'm I'm using the Steelers Jaguars stack here. Um, and I want to I want to fit guys from this game. The the over under set at forty six right now forty six point five in at, in some places, and so I want to find ways to get Big Ben in. You saw Ryan Tannehill throw four touchdowns against the Jaguars earlier this season. Big Ben will definitely has the opportunity to throw four touchdowns. Um, against the Jacksonville Jaguars again. Uh, James Robinson is the guy that I, I like here um, on the on the Jaguars. Obviously, you have DJ Chark still. Um, Keelan Cole is another enticing option, but I much prefer the receivers on the Steelers. And just even even if it's a high-scoring game, I like the, the Steelers receivers, and I like James Robinson on the uh, Jaguars. Those are, those are the guys that I really want to fit in. Um, should be a solid game. The other the other running backs that are uh, options this week are DeAndre Swift, still relatively inexpensive. Miles Sanders versus the Browns is probably a, a pretty good play as well. And then uh, if Joe Mixon isn't suiting up, Giovanni Bernard, still inexpensive enough um, where I like him. And then obviously you're going to have the, the Chiefs and the Raiders, and I wish this was in the main slate because this would be a phenomenal play. Uh, Derek Carr this week, should be uh, an awesome option if you're if you need a bye week fill in. Um, Derek Carr should be a phenomenal option, and uh, and I've advised several people to go pick him up and start him. Um, either him or Tua. Those are my two guys this week for quarterbacks. If you're looking for a bye week fill in, um, Tua and Derek Carr. But I, I lean Derek Carr in that situation. Um, so let's go through my DFS lineup that I've created, and obviously I've talked about several different guys that uh, that you can have, but this is uh, this is an option for you, and this is a, a lineup that has not been built by FTN's optimizer. Although I definitely would uh, encourage you to go to go use FTN's optimizer uh, for yourself. Um, you have to get a, a subscription there, so use our code ASTRO10. Um, for 10% off and go use the optimizer go go uh, get going over there but so the stack that I, I really like and I've, I've talked about every single one of these guys uh, with the exception of one already on the show um, I'm starting with Ben Roethlisberger I didn't want to pay up so my quarterback options there were uh, Aaron Rodgers sure Justin Herbert sorry I didn't want to pay down 
Um, I didn't want to go all the way down to Jameis Winston at 5,900. Just wanted to keep that uh, that Pittsburgh stack. I, I like how teams have done against Jacksonville uh, previously. So paid up. He's the fourth most expensive quarterback, but I decided, you know what, this week we're paying all the way up at quarterback because Big Ben is liable to throw four touchdowns any given week. So I want that sort of upside. Um, and then I went James Robinson at my running back position. Um, I, I feel like he's going to get that. I know the, the Steelers have a good defense, um, but he's going to get the volume last week. He had 23 rushing attempts, um, and two receptions. He's had as many as six receptions on the season. And so he is a good receiving back. He's a very talented back. He's uh, 6,600 on DraftKings, and he's going to get the volume. So you're, you're getting a ton of volume. Uh, every, every week that he's playing now, he's getting 20-plus 20 uh, opportunities and touchdown opportunity like crazy. Last week, he had five targets. Um, so you love to see him involved in the pass game there. So um, I'm going with James Robinson this week. And you can disagree there. There are plenty of other options at running back, but I want to get the guys that I know will have the volume in this game. Um, Deontay Johnson feels like an automatic if you're going with Big Ben as your quarterback, only 5,900. And then Eric Ebron at 4,000. You could go with Chase Claypool, or you could go with Deontay Johnson, who looks like he is the alpha on that team. And Eric Ebron, who is an incredible athlete at tight end, um, that you're really just hoping for a little bit more volume. He had uh, six targets the past two games. He's had um, no less than five targets in the past four games. So the volume is there, just needs to capitalize on it. Um, he's had some touchdown upside this season, but um, but Eric Ebron's the tight end that I want to that I want to go with, paying all the way down at four thousand there. Um, from there, getting Dalvin Cook in. He's 9,000, 9,000, but, uh, you know, he's only really had one bad game this season, and he's getting 30-plus opportunities per game, right? He's getting, there There have been two games, uh, two games this season where he's had more than 30 touches. He had, uh, against the Bears, he had 30 rushes for 96 yards, four receptions, right? The, the two weeks ago, he had 30 uh, 30 rushing uh, attempts for 163 yards, two receptions. So you have two weeks in the past three that he's gotten more than 30 attempts. The volume is there. He's still only the third most expensive running back. Um, absolutely have him in every single lineup. Um, the Dolphins defense down to 3,400. Again, you should have a pretty solid week. They've uh, they've performed pretty well. They have multiple games with turnovers, um, lots of sacks on the season. So you got you got 22 sacks, eight eight uh, interceptions, and I like that. Uh, I like that stat. So they they should be fairly solid. They're averaging 9.2 fantasy points per game, um, and you know against bad teams they do fairly well. Uh, against the Jets they had 15 fantasy points, and that's that's incredible. And against the Jaguars they had 12. Uh, against the Rams they had 23 fantasy points. So. Um, you're looking at this defense as a very solid floor play with a ton of upside um, for that ceiling. Then I talked Troy Main Pope in at the flex. He's only four thousand dollars. Now your your other options, if you run with this, 
Um, you can for sure. Oh, sorry, I'll I'll uh, swap these here. You can you can add a, a ton of different players in the the range that you'll kind of end up being at is you'll have uh, forty three forty three thousand dollars to spend yet. So um, you can add in a, a Mike Gusecki. You can go with a TJ Hawkinson if you like that uh, like that lineup. If you want a number one wide receiver, T Y Hilton is definitely an option, although he's been underperforming. Um, but when you start to when you start to look down this list, as you get into the four thousand range, you're you're really seeing that the the, the pickings are are pretty slim. Um, and for that reason, I like going with. And now I lost him as I was looking at this list. For that reason, I really like going with Troy Main Pope. And um, so I'm gonna stick with Troy Main Pope. There, you could go Josh Kelly if you want. If you prefer him, um, but Troy Main Pope feels like the right answer there. Um, this past week, what did he have? 10, 10 attempts for sixty-seven yards, five receptions. I mean, he's getting the volume. That's fifteen. That's fifteen uh, opportunities, and he actually had seven targets. So uh, all you need is for him to get in the end zone, and you have a solid, solid play there for only four thousand. Um, the two guys that I like, and, and one of them I talked about, Justin Jefferson against Dallas. They have a, an abysmal. Uh, they have an abysmal secondary. You should see him get a significant amount of volume. He's, he's topped 100 receiving yards in several games, um, 10 targets last game against the Bears, and uh, you're hoping for him to get in the end zone. He hasn't been in the end zone since week six, and so hopefully they can find a way to get him uh, the ball in the red zone a little bit more, get him in the end zone. Um, so you, you like the volume there. You like the production. He's still only $6,000, so you're staying in a decent range. And then the last guy that I like to fill out this roster is Jalen Rager. And everyone was really high on Travis Fulgham, and for good reason. Um, but Jalen Rager should have a, a solid game against Cleveland. Um, he had seven targets, only four receptions, 47 yards last week. But his volume is increasing. Uh, his, his opportunity share is increasing. And uh, I like his matchup against Cleveland. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not too bad. They're the the twenty fifth ranked uh, defense against wide receivers this season, and so I think Carson Wentz is feeling more comfortable with Jalen Rager. That you're seeing the explosiveness. You're seeing the uh, the the flashes on film. So now we just need to get him the ball a little bit more. Um, so Jalen Rager at forty three hundred still feels like the play for me. We're waiting for this breakout game for him, and so until he has it, until he gets more expensive, I'm putting him in because the upside is so incredible. The upside is so high with Jalen Rager. Just talk to Ray Garvin; you'll you'll hear him say all the all the good things in the world about uh, Jalen Rager. So heavy rookie week this week. Um, heavy rookie week with with James Robinson with. Um, Justin Jefferson and with Jalen Rager. I, I like those rookies this week in DFS. And again, if you are in a, a situation in your leagues where you are the underdog, those are the similar options to play, right? You don't want to play when you're when you're someone that is is the underdog. You're not favored in the game. You want to play uh, wide receivers and running backs with upside. You don't care about your floor. If you score 16 points, you're still going to total. You're still going to lose. Um, if you if you played your uh, floor guys, right? If you, if you if your opponent scores a hundred plus points, you need to have those guys that are going to give you the upside to score more than a hundred points. So uh, so go with the upside plays. Play Jalen Rager. Play Justin Jefferson. Uh, not that you're you're sitting him anyway. Play stick Troy Main Pope in there if you need to um, for for a bye week sub and know that you're playing 
for the win. You're not playing not to lose. You're playing for the win at this point. So um, go play those high risk, high upside guys. All right. Well, that was the slate. There are a handful of games in there that we did not get to, but uh, but they're not really worthwhile to talk about. You know, um, we, we just want to talk about the ones that are going to win you money, the ones that are going to uh, win you leagues this year. And, and I think those are the ones that I like. So uh, obviously injuries could change things. You could have certain guys come back, certain guys get injured later in the week. Um, you'll have to keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. If you do have any more injury questions, if you have any start-sit questions, hit us up. Uh, You can get our flagship account, the FF underscore astronauts on Twitter. And also go ahead and follow, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button on your Apple or Spotify podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us that five-star review. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Guy Fieri, and we are the Fantasy Football Astronauts, and we are blasting off again.